This call may be recorded or transcribed. It's a beautiful day to be alive. Beautiful day to be on Victory Lane. This is Andrew. I'm your host this morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. To whom do I have the pleasure of greeting this morning? Uh, God bless you. We're so glad you joined us this morning. And we hope you assist us in lifting the name of our blessed Lord. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people. Shout unto God with a voice of triumph. For the Lord most high is terrible. He is a great king over all the earth. He shall subdue the people under us and the nations under our feet. He shall choose our inheritance for us, the excellency of Jacob, whom he loved. Selah. God has gone up with a shout, the Lord with the shout of a trumpet. Sing praises to God. Sing praises. Sing praises unto our king. Sing praises. For God is the king of all the earth. Sing ye praises with understanding. God reigneth over the heathen. God sitteth upon the throne of his holiness. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth lie Good morning. It's kind Kim. Have an amazing favorite Friday. God bless you, sister. It is favorite Friday. I'm so glad you joined us. Thank you, you, Gaddy. You too. God bless you. God bless you. The princes of the people are gathered together, even the people of the God of Abraham. For the shields of the earth belong unto God. He is greatly exalted. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised in the city of our God, in the mountain of his holiness. Beautiful for situation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. God is known in her palaces for a refuge. For lo, the kings were assembled. They passed by together. They saw it and they marveled. They were troubled and hasted away. Fear took hold upon them there, and pain as a, a woman in travail. Fear took hold upon them there, and pain as of a woman in travail. Thou breakest the ships of Tarshish with an east wind. As we have heard, so have we seen in the city of the Lord of hosts. In the city of our God, God will establish it forever. Evil. We have thought of thy loving kindness, O God, in the midst of thy temple. According to thy name, O God, so is thy praise unto the ends of the earth. Thy right hand is full of righteousness. Let Mount Zion rejoice. Let the daughters of Judah be glad because of thy judgments. Walk about Zion and go round about her. Tell the towers thereof. Mark ye well her bulwarks. Consider her palaces, that ye may tell it to the generation following. 
for this God is our God forever and ever. He will be our guide even unto death. To Victorious Friday and to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's with me on the call? Good morning. And all the time, God is good. Good morning, prayer warriorette. So good to hear you. So good to have you. I hope you have a victorious day. Good morning, it's Susie. Hey, Sister Susie, happy Friday. Hey, Brother Andrews, happy Friday to you, too. You have a wonderful and blessed day. Yes, you too. Great to have you with us. Uh, All the time. I'm always here for you, you know that. Bless you, sister. Yes, I do. <laughs> Bless you, brother. Hear this, all ye people. Give ear, all ye inhabitants of the world, both low and high, rich and poor together. My mouth shall speak of wisdom, and the meditation of my heart shall be of understanding. I will incline my ear to a parable. I will open my dark saying upon the heart. Wherefore should I fear in the days of evil, when the iniquity of my fields shall compass me me about? They that trust in their wealth and boast themselves in the multitude of their riches, none of them can by any means redeem his brother, nor give to God a ransom for him. For the redemption of their souls is precious, and it ceaseth forever. Then he should live forever and not see corruption. For he seeth that wise men die, likewise the fool and a brutish person perish, and leave their wealth to others. It's an amazing day to declare victory. It's men's day. Who's with me on the call? Good morning, morning. Tishara. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. (laughs) Happy Friday, Sister Lisa. God bless everyone on the call. Happy Men's Day. God bless you, Sister Lisa. Happy Friday. Thank you. Hey, Brother Andrew. Happy Friday. It's Moxie. How you doing? Hey, Sister Moxie. I'm doing well. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Anyone else join? The happy band. We used to, when I was a little boy, when we would get ready to dismiss uh, the morning service at church, we would sing a song, and the lyrics were, Blessed be the ties that bind our, our hearts and Christian love of fellowship. The fellowship of kindred minds is like to that above. Oh, God. That's something that we experience every morning here on this call. And I'm so lucky to be a part of it. Who's with me?
say good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Didi. Blessings on this Friday, y'all. We made it to another day. Amen. Hey, Sister Didi. Happy Friday. God bless you. Yeah, sometimes, hey, it, feels, sometimes it feels like the week is just, just like 42 linebackers just hitting you around the knees. But all you got to do is trust in who's blocking for you. And our playbook, we don't, we don't have one playbook. We got 56. And all we got to do is just follow the plays. And if we do, and we in win. In the end, we win. Happy Favorite Friday, Andrew. It's Michelle. Hey, Michelle. Happy Favorite Friday. Yes, there's, there, there's, there's a blessing in just, just knowing who blesses you. And so... A lot of people are going to be celebrating Thanksgiving and just speaking generally into the air what they're thankful for. But we at Declare Victory know who to thank for what we're thankful for. That may be the most, that is the most important feature. We thank the Lord of hosts the King of glory, the one true and living God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Father of our Lord and Savior, the keeper of our souls. That's who we thank. And it's a blessing to just be able to thank him. Amen. Good morning, his beloved Barb. God bless everyone on the line this morning. I'd like to ask uh, for prayer for my aunt. Anybody who follows me knows that I just buried an aunt last month. She had a stroke and passed very quickly. And yesterday, another aunt, same situation, but she's, she's hanging in there. So if we could just pray for her to recover from that. Her name is Lutricia. Thank you so much. God bless you, Barb. We will definitely lift her up in, in, in prayer, and you as well. You as well. Many thanks. Because he is the God of all comfort, and he has never let us down, and we we all are going to walk that path. So, yes, we will, we will lift you up. Is there anyone else that's joined the call? Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Well, according to the clock, my fellow warriors, it's about time to start. So if you would please check your phone, activate the mute feature, and maintain that muted status until such time as the prayer warrior who takes us to the throne asks you to come off mute. The integrity of the call will be sure. And those that need to hear the saving word, the cleansing word, the supportive word, the comforting word of God will hear it and be blessed. My name is Andrew. And I'm your host. Welcome to the Clear Victory. Who are we? 
this is who we are. We, collectively, are a prayer call, and we meet Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we're here to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Today, Friday, is Men's Day. Only men are scheduled in a lineup to bless you. Be sure to join us during the month of November. Our monthly theme is going to be, and still is, thankful. Being thankful for what God does so we can teach others how to be thankful. One announcement presents itself today. Please join us this evening for Friday Night Live. This evening, presenting, as every Friday evening, from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time by calling this same number. You most definitely will be blessed. The title for tonight's episode, Where Are Your Shears? I repeat, Where Are Your Shears? Amen. That's going to be good. There were no prayer requests on the online app, but Sister Barbara has asked us to play, pray for her aunt. Her aunt is has been stricken by a stroke. Uh, Sister Barbara has has laid one aunt to rest already. And this next uh, medical situation is close on the heels, and her heart is 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 feeling the weight. So we're asking everyone who knows the word of prayer to lift her before the throne to ask the Lord to comfort her, strengthen her, keep her and keep her her emotions reined in to the point where she can still vitally pray for the aunt that I believe her name is Juanita. If I'm mistaken, please correct me. But while she is in doing this medical situation, her name is Lutricia. Uh, Lutricia. Lutricia. I'm sorry. Thank you, sister. No so worries. Please, You're doing a great job. Please, ma'am, please, sir, lift this woman up because this is a path we all will walk. There are other prayer requests that we need to remind ourselves of. We have to touch on the three spots that are dearest to God's heart, the children, the ones that are still separated from their parents. No one anywhere is talking about them. They didn't just drift away. They didn't just disappear. They're still having trouble if they're even trying tracking their parents. The question is what their fate will be and who will be given charge over them 
children are precious and the pain and harm that comes to them can be traumatic. And we all know as adults, fellow adults that were traumatized as children and still suffer from it. This is no small thing. And the Lord warned about harming children. So we need to lift them up on a daily basis before the throne. The ones that are bullied, the ones that are friendless, the ones that are hopeless and contemplating suicide, the ones abused to substance, even at a young age, the ones that are forced into trafficking and trafficking those same substances that numb the pain but worsen the impact and the daily, daily stress. We're praying for the children having trouble in school, the children who have trouble getting to school, the children who come from broken homes, the ones that are being abused at home, the ones that are in hospice care, the ones that have crippling medical conditions, that can't play like other children, whose families don't have the resources to buy them the equipment that they need to make their lives more comfortable. We're lifting all of them up. We're lifting the elderly also, the widows, the widowers, the ones in hospice care, the ones in IC units, the ones that are having money issues because of the pandemic, because the merchants raise the prices right now because they can, and fixed incomes often don't stretch that far. We're lifting them. We're lifting marriages and families, the love between a husband and a wife is precious. We're lifting those that are feeling the strain. We're lifting those that have been recently separated. We're lifting those that are feeling misunderstood and those that are being compromised because of a heart that has failed the other. We're lifting those individuals that are having issues with the COVID virus, the people on the front line fighting it, the people in the middle of the fray who are contracting it, and the ones that have been taken down by it, the families that are grieving their loss, the atmosphere of fear that prevails, but the Lord did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. So we're lifting those up that don't have either, that feel they don't have power, that feel that they have no love, and they feel their minds being frayed. We're lifting all of them up. We're lifting up the people in the military service, the ones that have sacrificed uh, their lives, their families, their incomes by answering the call. We're asking the Lord to keep them safe and ordering their steps so that they may know that his hand has wrought it all and they give him glory and praise. We're asking prayer for the government, federal, state, local levels, 
the peace of Jerusalem are yoke men and yoke women of the gospel, that they have friends, that they can just release stress. They can just relax. They can just be who they were before people address them as pastor. It's very critical. We're praying for their mental health, their emotional care, and we're praying for each other, our friendships, our closeness, our families coming together next week, traveling graces and mercies. So many things to pray for, and we're asking everybody to take a moment and just go through all the needs that God is bringing to your heart and take them to the throne when we present ourselves to him. The order of the call is as follows. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Jonathan. The declaration will be brought by Apostle Pierre. That order once again. Prayer and corporate praise will be rendered by Brother Jonathan. The declaration will be rendered by Apostle Pierre. Immediately following, the Apostle will take us through love, life, and victory where he will further bring out the highlights of his declaration and further explain his teaching through the questions that arise. The scripture for this morning is Colossians chapter 4, verse 2. Devote yourselves to prayer, being watchful and thankful. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to maintain the mute on your phone, focus your heart, because Brother Jonathan will now take us to that throne of grace that we know so well. And now pass the call to our prayer warrior. God bless you all. Hallelujah. God, we thank you today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God, thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. God, we say thank you. Thank you. Hallelujah. God, we say thank you. Oh, God, we say thank you. Thank you because you're God. Thank you because you're our keeper. Thank you because you're our king. God, we say thank you. God, we thank you because you kept us in the midnight hour. God, we say thank you because you are our leader, our guide, our protector. God, we say thank you. Father, our hearts sings to you songs of gratitude. Our heart sings to you songs of appreciation. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. We thank you because you're Alpha and Omega. We thank you because you hear and you answer prayer. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you, God. We say thank you, God. We say thank you. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. And we made it. God, we thank you. Another day, God, we made it. Another hour, God, we thank you. God, we say thank you. We thank you because you're our keeper. We thank you because you're our sustainer. God, we say thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, we thank you. God, we thank you. We thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you for your blood, God. Thank you. Thank you for your love, your mercy. God, thank you. God, we realize that without you, we wouldn't have made it. God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you. We thank you. 
oh God, we say thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. We lift our head to say thank you. God, we lift our voice to say thank you. God, because of where we are, we say thank you. Because we're not finished, God, we say thank you. Because you've yet thought about us, God, we say thank you. Because you are a keeper, we say thank you. Because you are a healer, we say thank you. Because you are a way maker, God, we say thank you. God, we say thank you today. We thank you because of your grace. God, we say thank you because of your awesomeness. God, we say thank you because of your keeping power. God, we thank you because you are the doctor in the sick room. God, we say thank you because you are our court keeper. You are our case keeper. God, we say thank you because you woke us up close in our right mind today. God, we say thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Hallelujah. God, I thank you. God, I thank you. Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you. God, I thank you for another day. God, I thank you that you are God. God, I thank you. God, that you are everything. God, we thank you that your name reigns supreme. Father, because you are Alpha and Omega. God, because you are the beginning and the end. God, because you are the architect and the, the author of our faith. God, I say thank you. I bless you. We bless your name, oh God. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise, God, and we acknowledge you today because there is none other like you. So, God, in the midst of wherever we are, we say thank you. God, because of what you have brought us through, we say thank you. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, because of what you have done, we say thank you. Because what you're yet doing, God, we say thank you. God, we give you glory. God, we magnify you. We Glorify you, God. Thank you. God, we ask you now. Oh, God, we ask you now. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God, we thank you. Oh, God, we thank you. Thank you. God, we say thank you. We thank you because you're awesome. God, we ask you now that you would begin to open up the windows of heaven now, that we can thank you the more. God, we just give you glory. We say thank you today. God, we say thank you for turning situations around. God, we say thank you stepping in on time. God, we say thank you. We give you the glory, God. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. We say thank you. We say thank you. God, we say thank you. 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 Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Oh, thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, God, thank you. Oh, God, thank you. God, thank you, family. Oh, God, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, family, come and take your phones off of you and begin to tell God, thank you. Mm, thank you, Jesus. God, we give you glory. Thank you, God. We bless you, God. Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 Thank
great and greatly to be praised, God. Hallelujah. Glory, honor, and praise to you, Father. Glory, honor, and praise to you, Almighty God. I bless your name. I bless your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you. 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 Thank you.
There are plans of peace and not disasters, plans to give you a future filled with hope. Then you will call me and I will come and you will come and pray to me and I will hear you. When you look at me, you will find me. When you when you wholeheartedly seek me, I will let you find me, declares the Lord. I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I've scattered you, declares the Lord. I will bring you back from the place where you are being held captive. Today, this morning, I just really want to talk about I'm thankful for the plan. I'm thankful for the plan. And so um, I had a chance to just reevaluate some of the things in my life. And so recently I started, um, I almost went into a slight depression just thinking about some of the things that I've been through. And just over the year, this, this year 2020, how it was a doozy, how some of the things came and it knocked me off my square. And I was like, man, God, I would expect this to happen by now. I was expecting this to happen by now. I was expecting to be in this particular place. This should have been happened by now. And I, I just began to feel so behind schedule. And it took the Lord to remind me, he says, my thoughts are not your thoughts. My ways are not your ways. But then he spoke Jeremiah 29 and 11 over me. And he said, but I know the plans that I have for you. They are plans of good and not evil to give you a hope and a future. And so this morning, as we're talking about being thankful, I was thankful for the fact that there were some things that the devil had planned for me that God simply said no to. There were some things that came to overtake me that God simply said no to. And I began to just reminisce on some of the stories of the Bible, and God showed me how he always had a plan. Let's just journey through that for a moment. When you look at Moses, how and when Moses was born, the Pharaoh had put out a decree that all male children were supposed to be killed, but God gave his mother insight, and she put him in a basket and sent him floating down the Nile, and so he was drawn from the water, which is where he got his name. There was always a plan in place. There was a plan in place for God to use him to get him to the palace so that he can go and be the deliverer of his people. Let's go a little further. When you begin to look at Joseph, Joseph's brothers, they they took him and they sold him into slavery. They snatched off his coat of favor. They took him and they threw him in a pit. He winded up in in the palace, and from the palace, he went to prison. From prison, he ended up back in the palace. But what he said to his brothers in Genesis chapter 30, I believe Genesis chapter 42, when he revealed himself to his brothers, here's what he said. He said, don't think that it was you who did this to me, for it wasn't you, but it was God who sent me before you to preserve your life. And so then when we begin to look further into that, we see David. David is in the field. And David is with the sheep, and he had already killed the bear. He had already killed the thing that was coming after the sheep, and so he was learning to be a shepherd. But then when Goliath came into the land, everyone else was scared, but David had already been prepared for this. And so God said, there's always a plan. He said, there's always a plan. He said, but so what happens is, is in our humanistic nature, we get so caught up in the feeling of the hurt. We get so caught up in the intimidation of what we're facing, but there's always a plan. God knew that Adam was going to mess up, and so he already had Jesus prepared. And so there's always a plan. And so he says, I know the plans that I have for you. I know the plans that I have for you. He said, I created it. I know the very thing that that is coming after you, and I've already put a plan in place. Isn't that amazing? 
That's just amazing that I already, he already knows the plans that he has for us. They're plans of good and the plans are not evil. And so just because it seems like everything is coming against us, just because it seems like we're behind schedule, there there's some things that God has begun just to place inside of us and say, hey, listen, no, don't pay attention to that. It's a mirage. Look, isn't it amazing how when you look in Job chapter two, that, that it says that the sons of God came before the presence of God to present themselves to God and Satan, the accuser of the brethren came with them. And God said, hey, where you come from? He said, to and fro, seeking who I may devour. And God said, have you considered Job? Isn't it amazing that God had a plan all along? Isn't it amazing that God had already knew what Satan desired to do? Let's go a little further. When we begin to look at the apostle, God says to him, uh, Peter, I believe it was Peter. He said, hey, listen, Jesus says, hey, Peter, Satan desires to sift you as weak, but I prayed for you. Wow, isn't that amazing how he knew that the devil was coming after him, but he had already put up intercession. There are some people that God has already placed in place and put them in, in positions so that when the enemy comes in, they, they will fall right into the plan. Come on, let's go a little further. When we begin to look at Jesus sitting at the table, he's about to have communion with the disciples. He says, one of you are about to betray me. And Judas says, no, it's not I. And so he and then. Peter kissed him. I mean, Judas kissed him. And after Judas kissed him, he said, do what you have to do, but do it quickly. And so we're thankful for Judas because if Judas had not done what he done, Jesus would have made it to the cross. There is a plan. And so what God began to deal with me with, he said, son, I know it may not look good. Son, I know it may not sound good. Son, I know it may seem like it's gloom and doom and error all around you. He said, but I'm trying to teach you to be thankful for the plan. Because I know the plan. He says, I know the plan. I know what it is that's going to come as a hindrance to you. And I've already made a way of escape. That's the word of God. It says that there is nothing that the enemy will send to us that God has not already made a way of escape through. That's why he said no weapon that's formed against us will be able to prosper. And so there is a plan in the midst of your chaos. I said it before and I will say it again. Here's what the Lord revealed to me. He says, I'm not the author of confusion, but I'm the authority over it. I'm not the author of confusion, but I'm the authority over it. And so when I begin to be thankful for the plan, I know then that now I can live my life in a Romans 8 and 28 moment where it says, and we know, hallelujah, that all things work together for the, for the good of them that are called and that are chosen. And so now, according to his purpose, and so now what happens is I don't live my life in fear, but I live my life in thankfulness. Because thankfulness puts me in the right position to begin to, to receive what God is saying. It puts me in the right posture so that I can, I can begin to walk in what God is trying to reveal. But then most of all, it keeps me in his promise. His promises concerning me are yes and amen. But most of all, his promise is that what I'm going through, because I'm walking in the plan, it's going to give me a hope. It's going to give me something to look forward to. Wow. And so it says, I know the plans that I have for you, says the Lord. They are plans of good and not evil. And so it's not saying that evil won't show up. It's not saying that problems won't arise. But he says that there are plans of good. 
There are plans of good. And so when I'm thankful for the plan, I know it does not have to feel good, but it's going to work out for my good. Uh, I believe it's uh, Bishop William Murphy. He says, it's leaning in my direction. It's leaning in my direction. And so although it may not feel good, although it may seem like everything is coming up against me, I have to have a thankfulness for the plan. Whenever I have a plan B, that's saying that I'm not trusting God. And so now when I begin to walk in the plan, I can truly live in Jeremiah 29 and 11. I can truly live there because when I live there, it's reminding me of what God promises. And here's what the promise was. He says, Babylon's 70-year reign is over. Babylon's 70 years reign is over. And so what he's saying basically is the very thing that oppressed you, the very thing that has come to keep you bound, the very thing that has come and it seemed like it had its foot on your neck, the very that that it seemed like was going to overtake you in your life. He says that the ruler, that the time of rulership of that thing is over. This is what the Lord says. When Babylon 70 years is over, I will come to you. Can I let you know that you have to be thankful in the fact that God is coming to you? He's going to keep his promise. He says, I will keep my promise to you and bring you back to this place. That is something to be thankful for. You have to, in this season, be thankful that God has kept his promise. And that's what the Lord was dealing with me about. He said, son, I know you feel behind schedule. I know you feel unstable. I know you feel like you should be in a certain place. He says, but haven't I been faithful? Ah, thank you, Father. He says, haven't I been faithful? Haven't I been just? All that you needed, didn't my hand provide? He says, what have you wanted for? Ah, thank you, Lord. We bless you. I bless your name right there. He said, what have you wanted for? What have you been lacking? He says, I'm not a negligent father. I'm not a father that's going to leave my kids out there. He says, what have you been lacking? And so he says that I'm going to come back to you. I'm going to keep my promise, and I'm going to bring you back to this place because I know the plan. I know the plan. Think about how many times the devil probably wanted to give you COVID. Think about how many times the devil wanted you to get caught up in that relationship. Listen, back in 2018 in February, I got married in February of 2018. And three months later, my marriage was annulled because I found out some things happened. And so many people will say, oh, man, I'm sorry that that happened to you. And I said, I'm not. I'm grateful that it happened because it kept me from going through an unnecessary cycle. Think about how many relationships and how many business endeavors that the enemy wanted to trap you in with the wrong people, but God said no. Thank you, Lord. But God said no. Think about how many times the enemy wanted to inflict pain on your body, but God said no. Think about how many times the doctor's report was wrong, but God said no. Think about how many times they misdiagnosed you, and God said no. Think about those things, because those are the things that make us thankful. And when I begin to be thankful to God for the minor things, he will begin to show me how he's opening doors for the major things. And so he says, I know the plans that I have for you. They're plans of good. They're plans of good. They're plans of good and not of evil to give you a hope. I'm going to give you something to look forward to, but here's the part I love, but to give you a future. Hope is what I look forward to, but future is what I live in. 
He says, I'm going to give you something that you're going to look forward to, but I'm going to give you something that you're going to live in. I'm going to give you a future. I'm going to give you something that's going to sustain you, but it's far off. You just got to thank me through the process. You got to thank me through the process. And it says, so when you look for me, you will find me. I'm thankful that every time I look for God to show up, he shows up. I will let you find me, declares the Lord. When you seek me wholeheartedly, I will bring you back from captivity. That means that the very thing that they thought they were going to keep me in, God's about to rescue me. And I'm thankful for the rescuing hands of God. I will gather you from all the nations. God says, I'm going to bring you close. I'm going to bring you close. I'm going to bring you to a close place. I'm going to bring you to a place where you begin to know that I'm with you. I'm thankful that even when I make my bed in hell, God is there with me. These are just some minor things to be thankful about. I know we, we want to be thankful for the car. We want to be thankful for the house. I know in this season, we want to be thankful for the riches that we have. We want to be thankful that Christmas is coming up and we're getting gifts. But what about being thankful when God spared your life? What about being thankful when he should have took me out? He didn't. What about being thankful for grace and mercy? What about being thankful for when mercy said no? There are some things that we have to be thankful about. And so uh, I'm just telling my testimony. There were some things that I began to ponder about. And I was like, well, God, you know, um, uh, I, I thought this was going to happen by now. I thought this was going to happen by now. I thought I was going to be in a different place. And, 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 and I said, God, but I'm scared because what if this doesn't happen? Here's what the Lord spoke to me. And I want to pass these two nuggets to you. And I promise we're going to go. The first thing he said to me was, he said, the reason that you have to keep your mind focused on what I'm doing in this season. He said, it's because the enemy is trying to get you to go back to old patterns. He says, and so don't befriend the fears of your past anymore. Don't befriend the fears of your past. Because when you be begin to befriend the fears of your past, when you begin to become in covenant with those fears of the past, it stops you from thinking about the things that he's already brought you through. And so you revert back. And so it shows the when I'm not thankful, it shows that I'm in a place where I think that I'm just supposed to have it. Sometimes the church has taught us that we're just supposed to expect things from God and he's supposed to give it. But, but there's nothing that he's just supposed to give. He gives it because he desires to bless us. We don't deserve it. And so I was like, well, God, I said, but what, what about these things? And, and I looked at one of the situations in my life where I was really broken and the enemy wanted me to go back into a place where I, I could have really hurt this person. I could have damaged this person's character. I could have hurt this person physically, and I didn't. And the Lord says, in order to remain in the place of thankfulness, in order to remain in the place of thankfulness, you have to remain in the place of forgiveness. And so he, he, he began to remind me, and this popped up on my timeline on Facebook. It said, every time you remember, forgive again. And just think about that, the moments of all the people that hurt you, how you could have got revenge and, and how it could have messed up your name and how it could have messed up your character, how it could have took you out of the place of God and God didn't allow it to happen. Thank you, God. Thank you that you taught me to forgive. 
faithful that you taught me how to live holy. Thank you how you taught me how to walk in integrity. Thank you for how you taught me to have good character. Thank you for how you taught me to be a good steward over my money. Thank you for how you taught me to just say no. Thank you. What about those things? I know we want to thank God for the big things, but what about those things? Thank you for how you kept my mind. Thank you for how you kept my heart. The, the prayers this morning really blessed me because it was simply a prayer of giving thanks. God, thank you. Thank you for these things. And so we want to thank God for the plan. I want to thank you for the plan, God. I don't have to understand the plan, but I thank you for it. Because I know that your plan, with your plan, I don't need a plan B. With your plan, I don't need a plan C. With your plan, I don't have to depend on anybody else. With your plan, I don't have to fall into the traps of the devil. With your plan, I can I can trust in you with all my heart and I can lean not to my own understanding. With your plan. And so I'm thankful that you thought so much of me, my God, that you put a plan in place. I don't have to figure anything out. I just got to walk in it. I just got to listen to your voice. Isn't that amazing that God thought so much of you, that he put a plan in place, that you didn't have to work. All you got to do is just step into it and trust him and listen to his voice and move like he says move. So, God, this morning, we thank you for the plan. We don't thank you for the things that your hand can provide. We thank you for the plan. We thank you for the things that you thought about that we couldn't see. We thank you that you didn't let us fall into the traps. Uh, we thank you that you didn't allow us, God, to fall, that your hand was already there. We thank you for the plan. We thank you for being all-knowing. So this Thanksgiving, Let's let's live up to what grandma taught us. Let's live up to what mama taught us. And what they taught us is that thank you makes room for more. And so I challenge you today to just simply just find little things, create a list of things that you can thank God for so he can move those things off of the list and he can bring new things to the list and he can begin to do more. Thank you makes room for more. I think I told this story before. And um, I'll share it again. Thankfulness, it it is it, synonymous to the word praise because we give praise to God for what he's done. And the story that I, I always tell when it comes to praise is how I was over at my friend Lyndon's house and his son began to ask him for a piece of paper while we were in rehearsal. And his son drew a picture and he said, man, that's good. And his son said, can I have another one? And he gave him another piece of paper. And he drew another picture and brought it in and said, Daddy, look. And Lyndon said, man, that picture is better than the first one. Can I have another one? And he gave him another piece of paper, gave him two. And he began to draw a bigger picture. And then pretty soon we didn't hear from Lyndon's son for a while. We didn't hear from him. And he was in the room just doing what he was doing. And we were rehearsing. And then pretty soon we heard, Daddy, Daddy, come here. And he said, hold on, y'all, let me go see what, what my son wants. And when he walked in the room, his son had drew all over the wall. He had drew this big picture all over the wall. And Lyndon at first began to get mad, but then he pointed out the fact, he said, man, isn't this just like God? That the more you thank him, the more you praise him, the bigger he draws. 
can I prophesy this to you this morning? That I promise you that the more you praise him, the more you show him gratitude, the bigger picture he'll draw. There is something that God is doing behind the scenes that your only, your only line in this script is to say thank you. Your only, your only duty as a character in this play is to say thank you. Thank you, thank you. Even before the curtain opens, thank you. Even before the audience sits down, thank you. Even before they, they begin to applaud me for the things that I'm good at, God, I want to thank you for giving me the ability. Thank you for giving me the gifts. When was the last time you thanked God for, for how he uses you? So, God, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so if you take nothing else from this declaration this morning, take away the fact that it's always in order to thank God for the plan. Because the plan not only keeps us alive, but the plan keeps us in purpose, on purpose, and in time. That's all I want to leave with you guys. I bless you. I thank you. Are there any questions, comments, or concerns? Is there anybody else that wants to say good morning? Where you at, Bootsy? Good morning, Mary. Good morning. Good morning. This is Al. Thank you for your declaration. Powerful, 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 brother. Powerful. Uh, I needed that. Um, I love everything that you said. You are so correct. That adversary tries to come and take us back to the old ways. Well, and I, I thank you for that last statement. That is so powerful. He paints a bigger picture. Thank you, my brother. This is Al, and I'm out. Bless you, sir. You know, I just want, this is Mary again, and I wanted to just say thank you for that one point that is so crucial in our lives, that point about um, don't befriend the, the fears of your past again. Man, that's powerful. So I appreciate you. that. Yeah. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah, good morning to Julian, uh, Julia. Um, I love your, your your declaration. I I wrote down that line that you said, um, God's not the author of confusion, but he's the uh, authority over it or something like that. Can you expand yes. on that? And so what what happens is sometimes we we look at our life and we, I was just explaining to my grandmother, we look at things and we say, well, why did God allow that to happen? Why did God, uh, why, why did this baby have to die? Why did this happen? Why did that happen? And so God's not the author of confusion, but he's the authority over it. And so even in that, he has a plan. And so when we look at Job chapter 2 and we start seeing how, how God said, have you considered my servant Job? And so, yes, yeah, Satan touched everything that he has. Well, here's, here was the plan of God. God said, you can touch everything he has, but you just can't kill him. And so it seemed like confusion was all around Job. It seemed like everything that, that was going on was all around him, and it was, it was confusing. But guess what? Satan couldn't kill him even if he tried. I'll give you another example. Jesus and the disciples were on the boat, and it was confusion. And Jesus got up, and, and they thought that they were going to die. And Jesus said, oh, ye of little faith. But then he got up, and he said three words. He said, peace be still. He was the authority over the confusion. Let's go to Genesis 1. It says that in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness moved upon the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light, and there was. God spoke in the midst of the confusion. 
as darkness was moving, and instantly light began to manifest. And so what that means is that in the midst of the confusion, you may not see how God is working, but he's the, he's the authoritative hand over it, which means that he can still control the outcome even when it looks crazy. Did that answer your question? Yes, it did. Thank you so much. You're yes. welcome. Let me clarify. Apostle, Apostle, Apostle Pierre, my God, man. Juju, whew, let me just see. Let me go in this break room real quick so I don't scare nobody. Sir, thank you. I always love to hear you. You hit me in my place of pain because I lost my first baby, though. Saints on the call know that. He would have been 35 years old. And so when you were talking about that, I was 18, and I could have lost my mind, but God's plan then, he knew I would be able um, to go through that pain, as painful as it was. And now here today, I am um, surrounded by babies, and he's given me beauty for ashes, and he connected my son to a young man who's 35. And when I tell you, he, I know, I mean, I know he, God just gave me beauty for ashes through him, because him and Armani are so similar. So listening to you talk about that, I have this peace, like I'm warm throughout my body, because God's plan, as painful as it was at 18 years old, and to have the saints tell me that you lost your baby because you, you know, young mother, out of wedlock, like all the things that some of the people say, but I thank you for that. And then, sir, your marriage, oh God, I know that tonight's topic, because I'm doing Friday Night Live, and you're you're all in my business, so I just thank you, Pierre, for just who you are and how you show up for us. I love you. Have a good day. Thank you. Love you too. Love you too. And and, and that's the thing, um, guys. And, and I I don't mind being transparent about it. My um, sometimes things don't look good, but it works out for our good. It, it works out for our good, and and not saying anything negative about my my ex wife, but. I thank God for that experience. Um, we got married. I found out that she was still legally married to her ex-husband. Nothing came up in Canada because they got married in Jamaica. And then she, um, when she said that she was pregnant, I found out that, you know, she indeed was pregnant, but she wasn't pregnant by me. And I found out that she did not have a miscarriage, but she had an abortion because she realized the timelines didn't match up. And at first I was mad, I was angry. But the Lord took me back to a prophetic word, and, and, and here's what the word was. It was some years prior when I was trying to date this girl in high school, and the Lord said to me, he said, uh, I, was, I was trying to sleep with her. And the Lord said, nope, you can't. He said, you can't. And I saw this girl's whole funeral flash before my eyes, and I said, God, what was that? And he said, a carnal-minded woman will give birth, will die giving birth to your seed. He said, because you just can't sleep with anybody. And, and so I realized that even in that marriage that God covered me, he blocked me from unnecessary warfare. He blocked her from, from unnecessary warfare. He blocked my ministry. He, he, he shielded my name. He shielded her from, from ridicule. Like, just imagine. And so once again, God is not the author of confusion, but he's the authority over it. He's the authority over it. So what God did, he took his authoritative hand and he gave me a way of escape. 
So the marriage was annulled. So technically, I've never been married. So I can honestly just walk in and get married, and I don't have to go through the red tape of trying to do a divorce or disconnecting soul ties and all of that stuff. And so although it was confusion all around me, he was the authority over it. So, God, I thank you. The enemy wanted to take my mind through that. The enemy wanted to bring me into depression through that. The enemy wanted to bring me into anger through that. The enemy probably wanted to even have me start operating in sexual immorality and go into homosexual lifestyle or or, or or be a womanizer. But God blocked all of those things. So, God, thank you. Thank you that the marriage didn't work. We have to look at those things that God will, that, that other people look at negative. That's a testimony of God's keeping power. God kept me. Look at how many people kill, kill their, their spouses because they cheat. Look at how many people uh, are in jail or in death row right now because they snapped. So God kept my mind. So God, thank you. Thank you. Anybody Amen. else? Amen, my brother. I, I just want to piggyback off what you just said, my brother, and I can't believe I'm saying this because God is so awesome. Brother, I can relate to what you just gone through. I'm telling you, God going to restore it all 100%. I am a bear witness of that, my brother. I went through hell and back, as I say. Woman married the whole nine, but God prevailed because he had something special for me. And I'm going to tell you on this line, he got something special for you, my brother, because Everybody got a story. I didn't know I was going to tell that story. Somebody's going to get blessed. My brother, you're going to get blessed. You're going to get a new woman, a new wife, a new life, because you serve a God that's not failed. I'm telling you right now on this line, my brother, I can't believe it right now. I got a new life, a new wife, restored, because the God we serve, he don't fail. He has a purpose for us. But, brother, God bless you. Man, I'm praying that God going to give you more abundantly because of who you are and whose you are. So I just want to share that with you and lift your light up, man, because God is so awesome, man. <laughs> my God, bless I'm about you. to shout this car. God bless you, my brother. Bless you, man. Thank you so much. Anyone else? And have a wonderful Jesus day. And remember that he's working on our behalf, and he's working through us on others' behalf. In the name of Jesus, let that light shine that he may guide lost souls unto him, O oh God. In the name of Jesus, have a wonderful, wonderful Jesus day. Don't let anybody frustrate your purpose. Just say the name of Jesus. If you can't think of nothing else, say Jesus. It causes demons to tremble. In the name of Jesus, we have a strong tower. We are safe. And we are victorious in the name of Jesus. And the joy of the Lord is our strength. Ain't nobody do you like Jesus. Amen. Great day, everybody. Amen. God bless. Have a blessed day. Thank you for everyone of you. Thank you for all of you. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a great weekend. God bless you all. Love you all. Happy birthday, Brother Chestnut. God bless. Thank you, Apostle Pierre. Great declaration. Thank you. Bless you. Anyone else? Good morning, Apostle Pierre. Rochelle. I'm so thankful for your declaration. Good morning. I always 
No, you're just trying to say good morning. Um, but it just uh, when you say, what are you thankful for? I thank God that um, when he gives us an opportunity to um, step in or what we talk about, how we trust him and how um, he's so faithful, how he, and I'm not, I'm not using it to say he tests us, but he will. He will test our faith in him. And he gave me an opportunity um, to do that. I had um, gave some misinformation. And when I gave it, I thought about it and my stomach began to hurt because I knew it wasn't right. But he gave me the opportunity to get it right. And once I got it right, if I tell you the joy of the Lord just came over me, it makes me just run because he's so mindful of how he would allow us to serve him and serve him in spirit and in truth and be thankful once he brings something to our attention. So I'm thankful that I even know, you know, the signs to see and to understand and not to make the wrong decisions because when he has a plan, our plans are not, you know, his plan. I can plan stuff all day long, but if I keep him first in the plan and thank him because of what I'm talking about, the plan, the, his plan will prevail over mine. So I'm just grateful for that. I'm grateful that he gave me the opportunity to to show how to be thankful in a situation where, you know, he sheltered me. So God bless you. I am thankful. It's not just Thanksgiving coming up, but I give thanks unto him for all things, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, and most of all for his love and his word. So God bless you, sir. Thank you. Bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Anyone else? Amen. Apostle, this is kindness, kind Kim this morning. I just want to thank you so much for the declaration. Goodbye. Um, so um, you kind of brought it to my mind about the the past of yours where you brought it uh, very clear into my future. I thank you for being open um, as I thought about um, your friend that had the son. Yes. Are you here, Apostle? Yes, I'm here. Okay. So your friend that had the son, when he was looking toward his father, he brought that picture, and he, you know, he brought it to his father. He went back, and he made a bigger picture. And I like how you said, um, you know, God will make it bigger. But what it, what it get brought to my spirit was, I'm bringing it to God, right? And he's pleased. So he's like, oh, good job, good job. So I go back. And I make a better picture than the first time. And I'm assuming your friend probably thought he was going to bring two or three pictures out this time. But he went for the larger platform. So it just reminded me, you know, that sometimes God will give us a platform that people don't even realize that he's going to use us for or place before us. You know what I mean? And so that's kind of where God opened my eye. And as you were, and I want to let you know that I'm thankful for the plan as well. Um, when you were speaking, it was placed in my, in my spirit that as I live through faith, just having confidence in what will happen without even seeing it and hoping for expectations, you said he is the future, and it just kind of reminded me, living through faith and hope, that's exactly what it is. Like, it's big. Some people ask God, oh, I want a car from the house. Everybody can get that. Somebody who's not even saved, they have a job, can get that. But I'm looking for a miracle. I, I serve a miracle working God. And so I just want to say thank you just for opening up my heart and my mind about my future. You know, I'm kind of right here where you are, like, okay, God, what's next? kind of feeling like it should have been this or should have been that, but I'm walking in faith and hope. And when I do that, I can expect whatever's going to happen 
it's going to happen on purpose, with purpose, because I serve the highest God. So I just want to say I love you every time that you speak. You edify my soul, and I appreciate you and all that you do for the Lord. Thank you for your transparency. Thank you. Blessings. Anyone else? Anyone else? All right. Well, if there's no one else, I'm just going to go ahead and pray and bless your day. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you for your sons and daughters that have gathered on the line. Lord, we thank you for this month of being thankful, where we celebrate being thankful, God, because we're thankful throughout every day of the year. But, Father, especially for this month where we can be thankful, Father, we speak today that, God, as we go throughout our day, we will think of different things and different ways that we can not only express our gratitude to you in the natural, but in the spirit, different things, God, that we can do just to express how thankful that we are, Father, whether it be worshiping you more, praying to you more, or, or doing good deeds. Father, we thank you, God, that you are going to give us the opportunity because you're giving us a bigger platform to just express our gratitude to to you. So, Father, I speak blessings over their day. Let favor overtake them. Let blessings and prosperity be their portion. Father, we speak, decree, and declare Jeremiah 29 and 11 over them, that you know the plans that you have for them, that they are plans of good and not of evil, to give them a hope and a future. We bind the hand of the wicked one. We bind anything that will come to frustrate their day or their mantles. We speak, God, that they're living their best life, that they're living in their prophetic Goshen, God, that everything that you have for them, you're going to release. Father, we thank you in advance that all that we have needed, your hand is going to provide for us. And so we speak blessings and we speak the hedge of protection around them, their family, their their friends, Father. We speak, decree, and declare, God, that no good thing would you withhold from them. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. I love you guys with the love of Christ, and I'm looking forward to next month. Pasta, love you. Amen. Love you as well. Amen. Have a God blessed day. Bless you, Have a Thank blessed you. day. Have a favorite blessed day. Friday, everyone. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everybody. Have a great weekend. Thank Bye. you, Apostle. Thank you. Bless you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in the 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in the 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walking in the 
Supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes. 